Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. Have you ever wondered why we are drawn to certain brands more than others? Well, it's actually pretty normal because we're just drawn to certain people more than others as well. So brands that have an identifiable personality can easily connect with their audience on that more deeper level. But are you finding it difficult in knowing how to build your brand personality? And it's a bit frustrating because us brand designers and strategists, we go on about building this deeper level and having a brand personality, but we rarely open up and actually tell you how to do it. That's why in today's episode, I'm sharing my process so you know how to start building the foundation level of your brand personality. I'll be introducing you to brand archetypes and how they work and more importantly, how you can confidently pick the right one for you. This process will give you a newfound confidence by having a complete clarity around your brand personality and how to use it. So you're probably wondering what actually is a brand archetype and the word archetype actually means an example of a certain person or thing. A brand archetype is a set of personalities that are designed to help business owners to present their brand in a specific kind of way. Archetypes sometimes can be misinterpreted and are thought of as stereotypes and that they just produce cookie cutter brands. But this really is not the case. And Nyla Smith says it best in her article. She says, archetype, it's not a cookie cutter. It's the cookie dough. You can and will mold the dough into whatever shape fits best. You're not locked into a stereotype. You still have freedom of expression. And that's literally the best way I couldn't have said it better myself. So think of archetypes as more of a prototype of a personality that can be edited and developed. What a lot of you may not realize is that actually 95% of our purchasing decisions are actually made in the subconscious mind. This is why brand strategists and designers kind of keep chewing your ear off on how important it is to form that deeper connection and evoke an emotional response from your ideal audience. The brands that do this best are ones with really strong archetypal personalities. There is actually proven research that shows that businesses with a single archetype were most profitable, but don't misinterpret that archetypes are just a get rich quick scheme or hack. We relate to brands as if they are humans and just like with people, we get on with some more than others and we've been previously told to build our brand as if they are a person and have a personality and this is good advice but can actually be a little bit misleading for you because successful and strong brands can't be as complex as a real human being. We need to remember that your brand personality needs to be simplified in order for it to be powerful. Brands who don't implement archetypes are likely to miscommunicate what they stand for and have a disconnect between what they think they're saying or communicating and what my ideal audience or your ideal audience are actually hearing. Language is so important and by knowing your archetype you can start to communicate with a universal language that your audience will understand and love. There are overall 12 brand archetypes, um, but they group these up into uh, 
four subgroups and they are called freedom, belonging, legacy and structure. I am going to take some time to just give you a short overview of each archetype. Um, I can't go into too much detail otherwise then we won't have time to help you pick the right one. So within the freedom group we have the innocent stage and explorer First up is the innocent brand archetype and they crave safety and believe that life should be and can be simple, uncomplicated and good. Ultimately, they want themselves and everyone to be happy. The sage brand archetype, they are the seeker of trust and knowledge. They are lifelong learners and believe education is the path to wisdom. Ultimately, they like to pass on their log their knowledge to help others better understand the world. The explorer is all about living within a with an open mind and push their comfort zones, not to prove themselves to anyone, but more about everlasting self-discovery through new experiences. The next group is structure. And within this one, we have the creator, ruler and caregiver archetypes. First up is the creator and they admire innovations and originality. They love to make something that didn't previously exist and has enduring value. They believe in self-expression and bring a vision to life. The ruler archetype is all about control and an authoritative figure. Their goal is to help the rest of the world to be more successful. They believe themselves and everyone should be confident and responsible and in full control of their own lives. The caregiver archetype is the most selfless personality, I guess, mostly driven to protect and care for others. They are all about others before themselves and the greater good. The second to last group is belonging. Within this group, we have the lover, jester and everyman. The lover archetype, as you can probably guess, is all about passion, closeness and intimacy. They believe in helping others feel appreciated, attractive and desirable. Essentially, they want to build connections and relationships with others. The jester archetype is about just having fun in the moment. Their goal is about bringing you joy, whether that's being the joker, optimist or that rainbow on a particularly rainy day. They believe anything worth doing can be done in a fun way. The every man or every person archetype, they just simply want to belong. They are the wallflower at the party, friendly and easy to get along with, but you'll never they'll never be the loudest. <laughs> Their goal is to make everyone feel accepted and having meaningful connections. The last group is legacy. This includes outlaw, magician and hero. The outlaw archetype is all about um, revolution, breaking away, breaking away from conventions. Their goal is to disrupt and change the world by taking risks. They believe in standing out from the rest to stand for something. The magician archetype is about helping you make your dreams come true. They value transformation, knowledge and wisdom. Their goal is to help people transform and improve their lives for better. Lastly, but by no means least, is the hero archetype. This is the one having the courage to take on a challenge. Their ultimate goal is to leave a mark on the world, solve a problem or to inspire others too. 
Now it's time to give you the play-by-play in how to actually pick the right archetype for your, for your brand. As much as I think your archetype should be aligned authentically with yourself, we still do need strategy behind your sort of heart-led decision. But firstly, remember that your primary archetype should be 90% of your brand and the secondary is a mere 10%. If we split archetypes 50-50, there is far more room for confusion and really wishy-washy brand messaging. First of all, all the research that I previously shared with you about archetypes, that's just not enough. So make sure you get onto Google and do more in-depth research about each of the 12 brand archetypes. Don't just pick one or two to look at. Really actually get to know, um, have a good understanding of all of them. I've included more information about each of the 12 archetypes within this episode show notes. So if you do want to go have a little look, um, the link is in the description. As I was reading out the 12 archetypes, you may have an instant pull towards one of them or a connection. Um, And I would suggest actually noting that down. When it comes to choosing your brand archetypes, don't make it harder for yourself by picking one that really isn't you. Um, because you you really can't fake it till you make it here. It's far better and easier to embrace the one you are fairly similar to. Uh, Here are a few questions to get the ball rolling. And that is, what is the reason behind your brand? What are your strengths? What do you love to do? Or how do you want to help people? What is important to you? Once you've taken some time to sit down and answer these questions, then you can start to evaluate which archetypes best suit the answers that you've given. Um, You might have more than one at this time, but you can maybe also um, see if there's one that you are more drawn to as well. People think that this might be too subjective, but as a solopreneur or entrepreneur, we are heavily involved in our branding. Um, And I think it's best not to pretend to be something we are not. So it's far easier when it comes to making decisions and producing content and everything if you are choosing one that you are similar to. It's also really important to take into account your ideal audience. Who are you targeting? Who is it that you want to attract? Start off by recognizing the archetypes your family and friends are. Let this guide you into the people you would actually like to work with. Usually you'll be similar to the people you actually naturally surround yourself with day to day and probably similar to you. We must remember that like attracts like. Therefore, the primary archetype should be the group you want to attract the most. The archetype you choose will attract the people who have a stronger connection with the, with that particular archetype. So, for example, this might be easier. Customers and clients who embody more of the innocent personality, they'll gravitate to towards more innocent brands such as Dove. Organic Basics and Evian. These brands speak their language. The customer will naturally feel aligned with their values. This is why you may have experienced in the past a human connection towards a brand because it feels like they are talking to you only. It just feels right in their voice and values and look. 
Hopefully you've either reached a decision or narrowed your list down to two or three. If you're the latter and finding it difficult to make your definitive decision, you can look into businesses within your industry and sort of identify both the most popular and underused archetypes. Ask yourself, do you want to be more like them and why do you want to work with the type of people they are and why do you want to stand out? Brand archetypes is that step you may have been missing when you were building your brand before. It's time for you to build the personality you've been previously struggling to without any frustrations because you now exactly know what to do and how to do it too with my step-by-step guide in helping you choose the right archetype for your brand. I can't wait for you to discover your perfect brand archetype, feel confident with your brand personality and gain that much needed clarity. What are you waiting for? Start building that deeper connection with your ideal customers and clients today. If you're still a little unsure on how to build other parts of your brand strategy, tune into episode three and learn my five simple brand strategy steps on the Brand Main Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Brand Main Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.